0: Does your bike need some love? Shimano original replacement parts are the best way to renew the original function of your Shimano-equipped bike. Available online and at your local retailer.
1: Red Kite Prayer, this is The Pace Line, the podcast on two wheels. I'm Celine Yeager, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Patrick Brady. Each week, we take a look at how cycling fits into our lives. How are you, Patrick?
0: You know, I'm hanging in there. Uh, it's a little challenging being mm. uh, theoretically a professional as well as a stay-at-home dad mm. to boys who carry on like Israel and Palestine. <laughs> um, yeah so yeah, uh it's uh let's go with lively
1: <laughs> lively that's a good adjective
0: yeah i was I was on the phone with a friend earlier today, a call that had to be terminated because of said conflict, <laughs> uh and he reminded me of the uh ancient Chinese curse, "May you live in interesting times
1: oh my lord, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to live in interesting times anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've had all the interest I need for, I know it's, I know the decades new, but I've had all the interest I need for this decade.
1: We're good. We're yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: so uh, I saw that dirty cancer has postponed. Mm, not surprising.
1: Um, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, you know, I, I don't want to be and I told you so, but I figured that they would make their decision Sooner than later.
1: They had um, to. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: What's really uh a bummer is lost and found cancelled outright. Um and I suspect that's happening all over the country with a lot of different events. Mm-hmm. Um, but lost and found is one of those gems, you know. The people who who go to that, you know, around here, it's it's like a California dirty Kansas. People just adore
1: that event.
0: And so I, I
1: I mean, I've heard of it, but I don't know the scope of it.
0: I, yeah, I don't know how many people, uh, you know, is it South of a thousand or North of a thousand? I don't know. Um, but I mean, certainly I know a few of the people at the Sierra Buttes trail stewardship and they're a stellar organization and stellar people. Uh, so I really feel for them having to do this. Um, on the brighter side, did you hear about Pan Eraser? Mm, tell me. Uh, do you know Jeff Sell? the oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ma- okay. Well, Jeff decided that they were going to continue to honor all of their sponsorship commitments for this year. So even if the event cancels outright, mm-hmm. whatever he signed on to do in terms of sponsorship of that, vi- that event, he's still rolling with. He's going to honor that.
1: Um, okay. What What does that look like? Well, you know, like if you, if he was sponsoring lost and found and lost and found is canceled, what does that look like? The check that he
0: was going to write in order oh, to have a presence like there. Like money. Still,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that's big. All right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, I've known, I've known Jeff almost 10 years now, certainly mm-hmm. not nearly as long as a lot of people, uh, but we've gradually gotten to know each other better. And mm-hmm. I have the utmost respect for him. Uh just a, a thoroughly class act. It it would be difficult for a guy like that to do something to cause me to respect him even more. Hmm. <laughs> but he pulled it off. But he pulled it yeah, off. Yeah,
1: no, that's that's big. That's yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. So this would be where I tell everybody if you're thinking about buying some new tires right now. Go take a look at Pan Racer. Do them a solid.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it is It is interesting that you can sort of look around the industry. Not that anyone's doing any ill, for sure, that I have seen, but paying special attention to those that are going above and beyond and doing good,
0: you yeah. know,
1: I think is, is definitely worthwhile and supporting that because... It's very easy to make decisions to just shut it down (laughs) right now, and just you know everyone duck and cover. And um, you know, I I have I do too have tremendous respect for you know the companies that are uh, pivoting to try to produce other things that we need right now. You know, there's a lot of that as well as companies that are saying, okay, well, you know, like these people need. Energy products, you know, I'm mean, gonna. We'll give them all, like, you know, like many people are doing all kinds of uh, altruistic things that, yes, also help keep them afloat, and that's great, because yep. um, we want them to be afloat. But you know, but in in the same time, are doing good for others, so it's it's good to pay attention to that. It's important.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it's one of those things where the majority of what I see helps restore my faith in humanity rather than mm-hmm. further erodes it. For yeah. sure.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, um, what do you have this week?
1: <laughs> what do I have this week? It has been, I will be, um, completely transparent. This was one of my harder weeks since this all started. Uh, I, I tend to, to sit or sit with, with rose colored glasses drinking out of a half full glass, you know, that is just the the way I operate in this world. And I, and I, I haven't lost completely either, but they've gotten a little cloudy and the glass, lost a little bit of its liquid this week. It's just, uh, and no, no special reason, you know, no, no, <laughs> no special reason, but just the, just the ever sinking in of the, this is, uh, prolonged and, and, it's going to be a slow roll out of it, yeah. you know, and just sort of like digging into that reality and digging into the reality that who knows what's going to happen for the rest of the year. Like, you know, it's it's hard to say. It's, it's nice to be optimistic, but you don't want to be so optimistic that you're crushed, you know, when because mm-hmm. a lot of this. You know, really is like, I think I said this before, when you're on a plane on the tarmac and the pilot goes, okay, everybody, you know, just like, I think it's going to be 15, 30 minutes. The mechanics got to look at something. We should be out, you know, have you out of here, but they know it's going to be like two hours, but they don't want to tell you that you're going to sit on the plane for two hours because everybody would lose their minds. And sometimes, <laughs> In some way it feels a little bit like that. It's uh-huh. like, all right, you're like, at 30, give us 30 more days. And everyone's like, oh, okay. And they bake bread and they do what they can. And then 30 days... Comes and they're like, well, you know, we need a little more time. And I was like, oh, okay, well, there's no more bread making material, so maybe I'll knit. You know, it's just like it feels a little bit like that. Uh-huh. Um, so I, you know, it, it, I had to do some little mental configuration. I had, I had some, I had some down, down times and just, just all the stuff. Like you know, my daughter is, is senior, so prom and graduation and all that stuff. Like that was hard you know, thinking my dad, he's 81, you know, when am I going to see him? When am I going to like, like that kind of stuff is hard. Yep. And I'm trying to be really give lots of people, lots of lots of emotional room to, you know, get angry or to be short or to be whatever, because we, you know, we're all going through this roller coaster together. Um, But it's been interesting to, for me to evaluate, as the show is all about, like what, how cycling is fitting into my life right now. You know, I see, mm-hmm. it's funny, I see so many people uh, on my feeds, like I rode 130 miles today and it was awesome. And I'm like, I just don't feel like running 130 miles today. You know, yeah. like uh-huh. it's, it's a weird, it's a weird feeling. And, you know, I've been thinking about it. I'm like, why, why don't I feel like when I, when I'm all about that, like, why, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's sort of been banging around in my head. I mean, among the, like, I feel like it's out of spirit, not that I'm trying to shame or criticize anyone, but but for right. me personally, it's,
0: it's not a fit right now.
1: Right. Um, and it's also, it's, it's not, it's not how cycling has or traditionally fits into my DNA uh you know i've always had this motto for training and it it, it's the rides you don't want to do that get you where you want to go you know Mm -hmm. i I have Mm -hmm. i have always lived by that so if it's super windy or raining or cold and i have some massive ride to do i would almost look at it like a gift like all right race day could look just like this so it is a gift for me to uh be allowed to go out and prepare mentally and physically and logistically and spiritually to, you know, maybe face conditions just like this. So when I was training for Dirty Kansas and I'd be out for four or five hours in 20 to 30 mile per hour winds, I was like, bring it. This is great. (laughs) You know, this is this is when I was training for the Michigan coast to coast, which is 213 miles across Michigan. And at that time, it was mid-May, which could mean anything Mm, i had my longest ride scheduled on what ended up being an abysmal day and my training buddy who was supposed to do at least half of it with me bailed at 11 o'clock the night before (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i woke up and it was lightly snowing (laughs) and the forecast was not supposed to get out of the 40s and heavy overcast all day it took everything i had to like go all right this is a gift and pack up my bike and do 150 miles by myself in those conditions. And I yeah, did it. Wow. I, I rode 10 hours. Self-supported, you know, I stopped at stores and did all that kind of stuff. But I like, thank God that my husband drove out with my daughter to do something. And I got to see friendly faces at some point, but it was, it was a big day by myself in crappy conditions. Ugh. And yeah, you know, but, but it works because when I go to races and the weather goes all pear-shaped, I'm prepared. Quitting just actually never crosses my mind because usually what I've done in training is exponentially worse. <laughs> Neat trick. Show your friends. <laughs> I try. That's how I make a living. Anyway, but, you know, I do a lot of my rides alone and, and like that kind of stuff gets me out the door, but with absent of that, When it's cold and windy and stuff, I'm like, "Mm, eh, eh, I don't know, you know, like, I guess I want (laughs) to go out for an hour or two, but it's the impetus is kind of not there. And I'm used to having, you know, I have a specifically, you know, one training partner who's been, I've been training with since Ironman, you know, and, and, uh, you know, we train a few times a week and it's like an anchor in my day more than anything. Like, I know, <laughs> my, you know, I told Mike, OK, one o'clock at the shop, we're going to go. So then I'm like, OK, I got to get up and I got to get stuff done. Right. Like, because I know at one I'm going to break. I'm going to take my ride blah, 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 blah. Um, and I, I kind of like didn't realize how much I depended on that accountability that I write about all the time. Mm. Of uh-huh. having that person there. You know, like uh, that's one of my biggest tips for decades. Have a buddy, train with somebody, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's bring a friend. Uh, yeah. I mean, I will say speaking of, I am extraordinarily grateful right now that I'm locked down with someone who loves riding as much as I do. Uh, you know, Dave and I met through bicycles, you know, and and we have followed a similar trajectory on like loving gravel and being all into this stuff and um, yeah, you know, during the week, it's a little tricky cause he's kind of slammed at his job and like our work's haphazard and we, but on the weekends, it's been really nice because, you know, he puts together some big fun ride that I don't even know what we're going to do. And we just go out and ride, you know, and that's, that's nice. That's been, that's been a, a silver lining. And I'm, I'm, I, every time we're out there, I'm like, I, I'm so grateful that, mm-hmm. uh, because I don't think I would be doing that kind of riding without that. You know, I don't think I would do the same thing by myself. Um, but that's had me thinking like it, like it ha it, it, it kind of threw, me, you know, because of, like, why wouldn't I do that by myself? I love riding my bike and I, I and I, I do, but um, I like the process of training and preparing. Mm-hmm. I am a very <laughs> process goal oriented person. I like that is, that's what makes me tick. And that is a big part of what gets me in the saddle turning pedals. Uh, and I think, you know, it's funny. I think that's why Zwift doesn't appeal to me because of all that elemental stuff. Like I like going out into the elements. Uh-huh. I like that. I like preparing for that. I like, and you don't have that on Zwift. So then it's just power. Nope. And that, that's yeah. not, it, that doesn't interest me. That does <laughs> not inspire me at all. I, I I've I and it's taken this to make me actually understand that uh-huh. you know like I've always been like what why, why don't I like everybody is so motivated and they love this and you know I'm 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 competitive but not that way I'm competitive against my against the course and against like I like of course to win or do well but it's not like I need to crush all these people I just like to crush the course I just like <laughs> to like take that challenge you know and. That Swift does not satisfy that in me. Right, right. Um, I
0: was going to ask you how much not having a current goal was affecting you.
1: Oh, it 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 definitely is. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm not much of a tourist. <laughs> I'm not much of a soul <laughs> rider. You know, like um I enjoy that here and there, but that's always been an enjoyable break from the other stuff. <laughs> right. Like, it's always been like just a nice little outlier. It's not been like what actually fires me up. Um, so it, it, I definitely am out there feeling a little adrift. I mean, I get out because I feel world's better when I do. <laughs> like, there's no question. But I have found myself doing things that I don't ever do. You know, like I have been putting on. I have those uh, power beat pro earbuds where I can put on one earbud and I've been listening to podcasts, you know, like during an early morning, quiet ride. And I'm like, why am I doing that? But I think I'm doing it because it distracts me from thinking about what I'm missing right Mm.
0: now. Mm. Okay. Because
1: when I've been on those rides, I I spend too much time in my head, Mm -hmm. you know, thinking about what I'm not doing as opposed to what I am doing. Uh huh. Um. And I've also been trail running quite a bit, uh, which I've always loved, but I stopped doing because it sort of was getting in the way of my training. And once I stopped doing triathlon, I had to sort of I just felt like. I just wanted to do one thing, but now I'm just like, since I don't have to worry if my legs are shattered from a five mile trail run, like I go out and I do a five mile trail run and I don't um, I'm not thinking about what I'm not doing because I've never been performance oriented with that. Like I like to run Uh quickly or whatever, but I don't care. I don't, it's never mattered to me that much. Like, you know, whatever. Um, So it's funny. I've been, I've been wondering if this would change my relationship with riding, but the deeper we get into this thing, the more I think it's making me just really appreciate what I had and uh, that I will be all the more grateful when we finally get it back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This is really disorienting. I mean, for me, it's going to be a two-step process of, you know, one, I've got to be able to get back into the parks. Yeah. Uh, that alone will be a a huge shift for me and, uh, you know, yeah, that, that alone will be a big improvement. Uh, and then getting to ride with friends again will be, uh, I have this gut feeling that we're going to probably start a lot of group rides after this is all over. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I could be wrong about that, but yeah, I mean, I am definitely missing that opportunity to get together with friends and, you know, you go on a mountain bike ride and you get to the top of the climb. Everybody recollects a couple minutes of conversation. Yeah. You descend, get to the bottom, recollect more conversation. Yep. Not having that in my life is, uh, it's a bigger hole than I thought it would be.
1: Yeah, I agree. I Uh, agree. Yeah. Uh, I know. At the end of every ride, I still think, oh, should I stop at the shop? I'm still thinking that. (laughs) And I'm like, you can't stop at the shop. Like the, the shop is not open. Yeah, because that's our hangout spot. Like I'd always it has this coffee shop, too. So I'd always stop and get a macchiato or something and talk to just talk to people because everyone that's where they stop. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah. And missing that. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. So I've, you know, and then there's the weirdness of like, oh, I haven't started working to replace the bikes that were stolen yet. And like, I have no idea what all this will introduce in terms of, you know, additional challenges, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? uh, So yeah, there's, there's that to contend with as well. (laughs) You know, uh, at least we still get to ride.
1: Oh, I know. And I'm very grateful for that. I am grateful for that. I, I don't ever want to come across as not being grateful. I'm enormously grateful for that. Yeah. It's really important because I never feel worse. I always feel better. Like it's harder to get myself out the door. No Mm -hmm. question. Yeah. But I'm always so much better for having done it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I actually missed each of the last two weekends because it was raining and cold and it's just, Uh, I
1: couldn't. couldn't. All right.
0: I looked at the situation. It's like, I should get out there. And it's like, I don't, I don't need to be tough right now. I don't feel like yeah. being tough right now.
1: And even though, like you know, I wrote that piece on on high intensity not being immunity harming, being out in the cold rain yeah, that there's that that could be you know like that's not a great idea to yeah. get chilled that, to the bone right now and whatever.
0: That was in the back of my mind, but I don't want to claim that that was my reason for not going out there.
1: Yeah. I didn't
0: want to go be tough. <laughs> it's that's just, fair. It wasn't in me. Uh, Yeah. So uh, uh, fortunately the weather is improving here. I, I say that in air quotes for everybody else who lives in a place with real weather. (laughs) I continue (laughs) to be aware that I'm in Northern California, which is, um, we've got it better than most. And so I know not to complain. Um, but still, you know, I'd like proper Northern California spring weather and, uh, we're finally heading there. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, the getting to ride with people again will be a wonderful thing. I don't know why, but I'm suddenly reminded of a conversation I had like 22 years ago. We were on our standard Sunday morning ride, and we were coming back down the coast. We were getting close to the beach cities, and... This friend of mine who was at, at the time, one of the, uh, worked as a U.S. attorney, uh, in the federal building, Mm -hmm. very smart guy, very sharp guy and immensely personable. And he turned to me and he said, Patrick, you're, you're smart. You're, you're educated. You've got a good job. How come you're single? And I was like, have you seen my social life? It's over by nine o'clock in the morning, (laughs) you know, and this is, uh, I mean, even (laughs) that odd oddness is, uh, kind of refreshing. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Oh, so yeah, maybe that'll come back someday.
1: It will. I will end on that. It definitely will, but we're all in this right now, so we just have to keep doing what we can to get through it.
0: Amen. We're going to take a short break for our sponsor Shimano and we'll be right back at Shimano. We love riding and we know you do too. As a small repayment for all the joy your bike has brought your life. We encourage you to maintain your bike regularly. Genuine Shimano replacement parts will keep your Shimano equipped bike running smoothly. Whether your bike is built with one Oh five XTR Or our new gravel group, GRX, a well-maintained bike, will operate better and go faster. Worn out a chain? Consider that a badge of honor. You've been riding a lot. Does it sound like metal on metal when you hit your rim brakes? That's a sign it's time for new brake shoes. What if your disc brakes don't feel as crisp as they used to? Cool, you've been going fast. Give them a bleed. Does your chain skip on smaller cogs? You're using all your gears and now your cassette is shot. Is that old saddle creaking? It may be fatigued because of all the miles you've put in. Consider a saddle from Shimano's Pro line of components. And what about your feet? Cleats can and do wear out, especially the right cleat if you're a cyclocross racer. Whether it is the plastic cleat on a road shoe or metal SPD cleat, they can and do wear out. To keep that love burning bright, show your bike a little TLC and take it by your nearest Shimano dealer, to keep it running just like when it was new.
1: All righty, we are back with The Pace Line, the podcast on two wheels. Patrick, what is your poll this week?
0: Oh, well, uh, <laughs> shelter in place, right? Um, <laughs> it is kind of uh, dominating uh, most of our thoughts. I, you know, I, I opened the news app on my phone this morning and I started counting how many stories I had to get to before there was a story that was not about COVID-19. And I, I I forget what the number was, but it was like 14 or 16 stories in. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's because as somebody who works for news outlets, that's all anybody wants to read. I mean, you try presenting anything else and it's hard, you know, that, that it, there's a little bit here and there, but we're all occupied with it. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Uh, but the change from shelter in place, I have to admit my boys are a little bit unmoored. Uh, mm-hmm. Or maybe I should say all the boys in my household, because it all <laughs> <to> include me.
1: <laughs> not, right.
0: You know, not hugely, but our standard routines are all disrupted to one degree or another. Mm-hmm. Yep. Time has been off, and I don't bother to wake them up anymore because I don't have to take them to school. And we know that more sleep is good for kids. So, you know, if one of my sons sleeps until 1030 in the morning, I don't see any real harm in it. but. You know, okay, so this is only our fourth week of shelter in place. Uh, For me, what that means is that I have not yet really established new routines. I'm just unmoored from my old routines. Right. And so I need to start working on, well, what is the new structure going to be for my life? The combination of lack of structure the uncertainty of how long this will last as well as the financial impact and Mm -hmm. the fact that mm, all the additional childcare has fallen to me. I'm not going to lie. It's been a challenge. Uh, Yesterday afternoon, I felt a little like I was swirling the bowl. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. And that was, that was an unpleasant thing, you know, but once I recognized that I got changed into some Lycra, got out on my bike, And I will admit that I rode pretty hard. It was Mm -hmm. neither intentional nor accidental. Mm -hmm. I can't say I was doing high intensity intervals, but I pounded out a pretty hard tempo. Mm -hmm. And that ride was simply what happened because that's what needed to happen. Uh, I I, I can't explain it any better than that. I fully
1: understand. Yeah. I fully understand.
0: And honestly... It sort of surprised me. I thought I was going to get out and just kind of roll and was like, no, I got my heart rate to about 150 and just kept it there. Uh, You know, except for the downhills. Uh, I mentioned this because I think I'm something of a canary in the coal mine uh, or maybe a leading indicator, if you will. I recognize that if I'm having trouble today, I'm not the only one. And Mm -hmm. further, there are people who are going to start to struggle next week or the week after. Mm -hmm. What concerns me for so many cyclists is that I'm hearing more and more friends say they aren't riding hard or aren't riding at all out of an abundance of concern for the risk Mm -hmm. of injury. Mm -hmm. And I expect some of our listeners are wrestling with this as well. Mm -hmm. What I started giving some thought to is what those risks really are. The great majority of us, when we fall, if we fall, tend to get off with abrasions or a cut, you know, something like that. Not broken bones, not something that needs surgery, not something that results in a trip to the ER. hmm I mean, my last hospital visit due to cycling was in 2016. hmm Statistically, that's pretty good. My last visit to the ER prior to that, I, I don't know. I'd have to, like, go ask for my medical records. I don't recall. You know. Yeah. So when I weigh that against what I lose by not riding at all, mm-hmm. and cycling does way more for me than Wellbutrin does, and Wellbutrin mm. does a lot, there's <laughs> there's not a scenario in which I stop taking Wellbutrin, okay? And by that math, I really should not get off the bike. I should not be skipping rides, like even the chilly, rainy ones. I need to at least think about that a little bit more. Certainly, I have all the right clothing, and I'll be talking about that more a little later. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, But along similar lines, I've been spending more time doing bike work. For me, working on bikes is a wonderfully contemplative process. Yep. And it's a great way to slow the world down. And slowing the world down is key to me keeping my head on straight. Something that stayed with me from when I read Michael Pollan's How to Change Your Mind was that anxiety and depression are two sides of the same coin, okay? Depression is rumination about past events, anxiety, rumination (laughs) about future ones. And, you know, it's one of those things, like that truth had been staring me in the face for most of my life. And then he explained, it's like, oh yeah, that's what it is, right, okay. So the antidote, of course, is living in the present. And going for rides and working on bikes are ways to do that. And they are infinitely better than trying to guess if our shelter in place will last until June, July or August. One other little tidbit I want to share that has been helping me stay in touch with my riding friends has been using social media, Facebook, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Facebook Messenger, Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, And the real wild card in this is that I don't know when reaching out for me does does more for me than it does for the other person. For sure. Mm -hmm. I recently ran across uh, a Ram Das quote that nicely sums up what I've come to appreciate as a new way for me to embrace my definition of the social contract. He said, I work on myself to help others and I help others to work on myself.
1: Mm, I like that.
0: Yeah. I think I've instinctively known that being there for others, helping other people, is a feedback loop, mm-hmm. uh, and one that makes us better for the effort. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm trying to be there for my friends as they speak up, uh, and I'm being honest with friends of mine and speaking up to them. Mm-hmm. And it's it's making a difference. It's definitely making a difference for me. Uh, the bike can't do everything, but it sure does an awful lot. I'm curious, you know, what other sorts of things are you doing to take care of yourself right now?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. It's funny that you talked about reaching out to people because that was one of the first things that I started doing is because I can be so process and goal oriented, I can also be very single minded and I can be very, um, uh, to 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 my detriment, to the detriment of people around me, I, c- I can definitely let things fall by the wayside like friendships, you know, and not pay as much attention to them as I should mm-hmm. uh, when I'm when I'm in my single minded pursuit of something ahead of me. So, you know, I t- man, I texted all kinds of people that I have not been in touch with for maybe even over a year, sometimes two, you know, just been like. And no, no big explanation, just like, hey, you know, I'm thinking of you right now. Mm -hmm. And how are you doing? Mm -hmm. Because I know how that good that feels when somebody's like, hey, I'm thinking of you. That's all you need to say. Like, because that makes somebody feel really special to be like in this random Tuesday evening. Wow, this person is thinking about me. That's cool.
0: It's powerful. And I, I think it's easy for us to discount just how powerful that is.
1: Totally, totally. So, I mean, I... I I've just I I did a lot of that, um, just texting people, messaging people, the same kind of thing you're saying with just to be like, I hope you're well. I hope you're staying sane. I hope you're healthy, and I'm just thinking about you. Um, That that definitely has helped. I have you know I I I cleaned the garage because like you said like it was a meditate it was just a good meditative process like organizing my bike stuff, and you know I'm I've been I've been quite busy with work, which is. Which is great. I'm not complaining about that, but I also feel very scatterbrained with work. So it's a little hard because I've got a lot of things going on, but these things keep moving, right? Like I'm I'm working on one project, but something's like, we need to get this out now because it's timely, you know, with this whole COVID. <laughs> so, so it's just like this time, like, so there's a lot of shifting and moving and trying to work on big projects that may or may not keep their deadlines. So that's hard. I mean, it just makes it all... It's kind of like the race that keeps moving out or, you know, you're not really sure, like moving targets. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm but I am I am glad that I do have work and I'm glad that I can continue to do that process because it's really important to me. But beyond financials, which is obviously really important too. Yeah. Um you know, and I uh, I'm trying to. Shut it all off at certain points. So, you know, in the evening, I make sure it all gets shut off, you know, at a certain point. And we watch just Dave and I just sit down and watch something like non-related to any of this. And in the morning, I have always been an NPR listener. And I can't tell you the last time I told Alexa to play NPR um, because I just I can't hear it. Um, oh. <laughs> I, it's not like I'm blind to the news. Like I, I'm, I, I catch up and I read, but I just don't. I just can't have my morning start that way. I can't have my morning start with all of it. It's <laughs> it's it's a shame because I love NPR and I, you know, but I um I just I just go to our, our local music, you know, XPN our uh, music station because <laughs> it's just I d- I don't want to hear all the talk of it. Uh, first thing when I get up and that that's actually helped.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate to admit that I have been avoiding it some, uh, and doing, you know, more recorded books, uh, more time with Mm -hmm. recorded books. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I'm not wild about giving Amazon more money, but audible is such a great way to do that. And there are so many books available.
1: Yeah. 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 So No, that's that's true. That's that's okay. That's <laughs> okay. It is yeah. yeah, we're we're all we're all in this. Yeah.
0: I just added uh Albert Camus the Plague uh to oh, my wow. wish list. Uh it reading through a, a a brief synopsis of it earlier today, it's like, oh that, you know, either that'll be great right now, or I might like stop at five minutes in. There was some movie that I put on late last week and I got five minutes in and it's like, this is the wrong month for that. I was going to
1: say, I wish people could see my expression when you talked <laughs> about Camus. I'm like, I just can't even, I think I would not even glance at that. Um, yeah. This, I'm, there's I'm,
0: a chance it could be soothing in a weird sort of way.
1: Like listening to the blues. <laughs> Is that I'm just trying to understand?
0: <laughs> Running your tongue over the broken tooth. Um, yeah, yeah, over and
1: over. Yeah,
0: uh I I'm not I'm not saying it's definitely the best plan, and I might revise it uh in the next minute or two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's on my mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what's been kinda of fun? Um uh that Mova Star document Netflix documentary. Oh, yeah? yeah i we just turned it on just to see what it was about and just got totally sucked into it. It's actually been really in, i think you would like it um okay. they're short but the, it's it's cool uh-huh. it's like it's just pretty little it's insightful neat neat yeah. neat neat okay yeah so we've 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 kind of gotten into that kind of kind of stuff and yeah i've i've i have brought more books that I've meant to read back onto my nightstand you know like um and definitely just trying to get away like i said i'm not by no means am i not informed but there's a there's a saturation point you know and that like i definitely don't want to hit that saturation point day in and day out it's it's unnecessary yeah
0: yeah i i hear you with that um i think part of what i i i embrace the absurd Mm-hmm. seeing the absurdity in a situation, it helps me to laugh and- Oh, I get that. Keep, keeps me from swirling the bowl. Uh, and so because so much of what Camus was about was absurdity, I think that's what led me to think maybe, maybe that'll help right now. But again, okay. that, that could fair. get revised before we finish recording.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't let me, uh, you know, Bill Strickland is always- um, Singing the praises of Moby Dick, and I've never made it through Moby Dick. Uh-huh. Uh, and he has been talking about it now that he's locked down even more. <laughs> I was like, maybe I should pick up that freaking, I don't know. Have you read Moby Dick?
0: No, I've not done it. I, Have you tried? Nope. Nope, okay. I haven't. It was just never really on my list of things I needed to get through. But I recognize it's bumping its way up the list, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot in that that. I should take a hard look at. Interesting.
1: All right. Between all of you, are you gonna make me read Moby Dick, yeah. I, I was supposed to read it in college. I was like, I cannot suffer my way through this. But that was a long time ago. Maybe maybe more sage now and I'll get through the rope. Or <laughs> you know, like whatever. All the Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oof. Uh yeah. Well like maybe I'll put that much sh-
1: what? There you go. I like his shorter work. Like, didn't he do... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Bartleby the Scrivener?
1: Yeah, yeah. That was an I like awesome story. Yeah. Yeah, I like that stuff quite a bit.
0: This so. might be a good time to revisit a bunch
1: of short fiction. Mmm.
0: Flannery O'Connor, de Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not baking bread. Are you baking bread? I No. Okay. <laughs> no. I have Although not I a have single considered lump of like, sourdough, folks. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I've been, I've got some jasmine rice and I've been contemplating like tackling some stuff from the feed zone portables.
1: Oh, you can do that. Yeah. I'm yeah, capable. You can totally do that. You're capable <laughs> of
0: that. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, let's do some paceline picks.
1: Alright. Um, I have to confess it was kind of hard because I don't have a whole lot of stuff that I've been uh, trying of late, except I did get a whole stock of stuff from Gore. Um, oh, they uh-huh. have yeah, they have a new trail line, mountain bike trail uh-huh. line. And I have to say that the the two Enduro-ish jerseys I've tried are really sweet. They have um, a full sleeve and a uh, baseball cut, like a three-quarter sleeve uh-huh. jersey, and the material, what I don't usually like about those jerseys is they're just, they're too flappy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're too, there's just too much. I don't right. love all that material. You feel um, like you're wearing are, a flag? Yes. And mm-hmm. that's, that's just not a great feeling to me, personally. Um, mm-hmm. These are, the fabric is not as bulky. It's more, um, it's more like a jersey, you know? Mm-hmm. So it feels more like maybe... Maybe more like that jersey that you love by Champion, but not uh-huh. that fitted. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like it's a happy medium where it's tailored well. You know, mm-hmm. so it it's it it doesn't flap like I'm wearing a flag or a you know a a fisherman's poncho. Um, <laughs> But it's not, but it's also not enduro or not XC. It's not like an XC race cut, you know? I mean, it's like this nice in between. So, um, been trying some of them. They sent me some rain ish kind of pants and capris and shorts. Like, they have this whole, whole line of mountain bike stuff that. Uh, now that it's spring and I can still get out of my trails, I'm definitely going to give a try to. I've just really loved what they've been doing lately. I think that they're one of, you know, we talk about it on and off over the show that there are definitely companies that hit their high notes and, you know, have some good, come out with a bunch of good stuff for quite a while, like Pearl Izumi. And um, I think Gore is definitely on one of those terrors, you know, since the Shake Dry stuff and since a lot of this stuff, like almost everything I've gotten from them, I liked quite a bit.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, they don't get the credit that they really deserve. I mean, pe- because I don't think people think of them first and foremost as an apparel company.
1: I agree. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And
0: yeah, I've never tried a product of theirs and gone. Eh. Totally. I Everything they do is, has been very impressive. I mean, I haven't tried that many pieces, but there hasn't been a dud yet, but, you know, and again, the, the shake track jacket, Holy cow.
1: Masterful. That thing is that is a yeah, that is an that's a benchmark kind of piece. But the um they sent me a, a regular road jersey too that's near their line that is lovely. I mean it's just it it is perfectly fitted and perfectly appointed and uh I can't say enough good things about it. So I'm anxious to get all this. I, I've only tried a couple of the pieces, you know, in real life I had on the these the Enduro jerseys I was talking about and they're Quite nice, they sent more gloves, which I love love, love their gloves. Their gloves are a standby of mine for sure. Mm. I love their gloves, their gloves punch above their weight always you know they're they're light, but they keep your hands warm in ridiculously cold temperatures. I found that out uh i've wore I wore them unpaved when it started at thirty one degrees and was going <sighs> to get up to right. yeah, up to sixty. I had them on at Lulaka Waka Hundo last year when it never cracked, maybe 38 and raining, um, <laughs> they they are just really great. They're, I, I find their gloves to be super, super useful. And even um, if you need to layer them, you can put it, something on top of them and just they're a great liner even. So, yeah, I'm excited to try this stuff. Cool. Neat.
0: Uh, well, so I think I may have mentioned that spring here in Sonoma County has been a little odd this year. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, we began the year with a relatively dry Northern California winter, uh, which yeah, is not yeah, great. And right. then we jumped the gun on spring, skipped to summer for a week or so, mm-hmm. then went back to spring, then back to winter. And now we are in a proper rainy spring. Uh, hopefully that's ending in the next couple of days, but who knows? Uh, we're a bit like a cat that can't decide if it wants to go in or, or go out or stay in.
1: Right, You know, right, right there
0: at the door. Uh, yeah. So the combination of cool and wet has caused me to turn to two items from Sportful's No Rain series of products. Even though I've skipped some of those rides, I haven't skipped all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm wearing their arm warmers and their knee warmers on, let's say more rides than I would prefer. <laughs> um, now, rather than using a membrane to keep water out, the No Rain products from Sportful. Use a fabric treatment that I'm told, and so far my experience backs this up, is permanent. Mm-hmm. It's not truly waterproof, but like so many of the other things that I we've been talking about, uh, you know, Pearl Azumi's Pi Dry, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Castelli's Nano, uh, mm-hmm. these these treatments cause water to beat up and run off, and so it's not going to keep someone dry in a full downpour, but the fabric won't soak up a pint of water. Right. And I've also noticed that the treatment does a great job of helping transfer moisture to the outside of the warmers where it can evaporate. So the arm go for 40 bucks and the knee warmers are 50. Uh, they feature a terrific anatomic cut. And rather than being shaped like a tube sock, that's open at both ends. Um, and something that's also surprising is like, they offer the arm warmers, and I believe the knee warmers as well, in four sizes there are a a lot of sizes yeah, there are manufacturers out there that do this size or that size if four any. sizes, yeah, yeah, uh wow. so yeah, four sizes um now, of course, if you're buying the stuff, mail order, you gotta that requires a little bit more figuring out to do, mm-hmm. but cheers to them for really you know offering options. It is also worth mentioning that the No Rain series from Sportful comprises 20 different products. They make everything from jerseys to bibs and tights, and then some of the items come in women's specific cuts, Mm -hmm. and then a few of the items come in both standard and thermal versions, like the cap Mm -hmm. and the bibs. And there's even a lightweight bib, which I, I am supposing that that's maybe a Florida item, where... You know, if it's warm and rainy, uh, you use a different sort of bib than maybe your standard bib.
1: Uh, I could test that in Pennsylvania.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Uh, June will be here. They haven't canceled that. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) Um, But I mean, I was, you know, I'm flipping through this stuff, looking at what else they do. Aside from these wonderful warmers that I have, they actually do five different no rain bib shorts.
1: Wow. Five.
0: I mean, between like the thermal and the women's models, there are five. Yeah. 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 So it's an incredibly diverse product line. And given that it's early April, I expect that we have a whole bunch of listeners who are still dealing with rain and, you know, iffy conditions. Oh, yeah.
1: April showers bring May flowers. At least they do here.
0: Right. Right. (laughs) Uh, We skip straight to the flowers. Uh, (laughs)
1: well i i love the no rain stuff i have both the arm warmers and the leg warmers and i have some of the other i have some of their um lightweight uh rain jackets lightweight windbreakers uh i'm trying to think if i have the bibs i may i need to check because i i just got stuff from them as well and Mm -hmm. they i have been enormously impressed with all the things that you mentioned yeah uh, they do they do a very good job yeah
0: they're they're uh no rain thermal bib has a longer inseam. You should fix that. Um, Yeah. It's a longer inseam than normal, which is a really nice thing. Um, But yeah, the combination of the no rain treatment plus a thermal bib on a bad day. I mean, that's again, like I always say, thermal bibs, secret weapon.
1: You really love your thermal bibs.
0: (laughs) And yeah, you get, you give them some, some water resistance and it's like, what else? Uh, now everybody's wondering why I skipped the last two weekends of riding.
1: <laughs> no, nah, it's okay. I, I still am <laughs> You still have to put on all those clothes and go outside. I understand. That's the hard part. I, well, th- I
0: will admit that it was kind of funny to like, look at some of the pieces that I've gotten. It's like, yeah, that would fix everything. You know, <laughs> yeah. Some of the Castelli stuff, some of the sportful stuff. Like, mm, yeah, I can get out there. <laughs> Gore rain jacket. I. I can go. It's like, no, no. Uh, so I, I get, (laughs) uh, I get that even with all this. Yeah. It's not a perfect fix. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I'd say that's a wrap on another episode of the pace line. However, before we go, um, I want to talk about that piece you did regarding the Dutch projection about social Mm -hmm. distancing while exercising. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw
1: that thing shared by friends so many times today. Oh my lord! And last night it started last night, and it just was everywhere. It was mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. oh, and that's what occupied, which is why we're recording later today than usual because that that occupied uh, a large chunk of my day today. It was it was super super hard. Some of those things, the hard decisions to make. Because uh, for reference, for people who did not see it. It was uh, a team of aerodynamic researchers and engineers in the Netherlands and Belgium who did a computer simulated study. So kind of using the same models and figures that you would use for aerodynamics, you know, like Mm -hmm. what's in your slipstream. They simulated uh, droplets of saliva, like if somebody was breathing heavy, you know, and like how far the big and small droplets would fall fall for runners and walkers specifically and then they uh sort of extrapolated that for cyclists and you know came to this conclusion based on this computer simulation that the 6 foot social physical distancing that has been recommended is not sufficient for people who are running or cycling and ended up saying that you know cyclists Moving at anything over ten miles per hour probably needed sixty five feet, and that runners needed thirty two feet or something like that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And you know it's hard because at, at one point you want to say, well, of course you shouldn't be. No one is saying you should group ride. You shouldn't be pace lining. You shouldn't be running. The, we we all like that is yes and you know perhaps if you're in a crowded place wearing a buff is not a bad idea uh if you're sick at all don't go out you know what i mean all these things and i and i nobody wants to minimize any of that or minimize what's going on but at the same time it's concerning when people pick up research like that which is not a study it's a it was a white it wasn't even a white paper which oh, for reference a white paper is like a group of scientists might come up with a an idea an authoritative idea and put it out and but it's not a study yet. No, it, it, it's not peer reviewed. Like other other aerodynamic or fluid dynamic researchers did not even look at this. And there were some fluid dynamic researchers saying this isn't actually good. This doesn't work like this, right? But yeah. it wasn't peer reviewed, so it just go, they just went to the media first. They kind of flipped the the way that you usually do this, which is peer review, publish media. They didn't do that. They mm-hmm. went media publish maybe like it just went so now the media's got something that's not even been validated by anything yeah you know and and they fit they you know they said that they just thought it was too important to keep behind closed doors at this time i i understand if that that the intent was probably good but it but when you're making runners and cyclists appear to be vectors of disease it's not Because that that is how it comes across and there's no, like it's, there's just no science for that. Like they've looked at this and people were shut down everywhere. People are looking at this very hard and Mm it's, it's largely debatable how much aerosol or how much droplet. I mean, six feet is based off of like, if I, if we're talking and I'm talking forcefully or singing, you know, it's how much my droplets might reach you. Right. Mm -hmm. So of course it does make sense that, you know, if I am riding a bike or running, um, they might travel further or whatever. But like, it's still like how much virus is on those droplets, which dissipate much faster in the air. When you're outside, it's way different from being inside. Like so much of the science has been done indoors where much where most of the the transmission is really high. I mean, and that's what the, the, it that's been drilled into us over and over and over. Like when you're indoors, especially when you're in close quarters, I mean, that's where there's no room for disbursement. There's no, you know, <laughs> it, it's when you're outdoors, there is, you know, yeah. so like people who are just like, oh, my God, maybe I shouldn't walk my dog when it's a windy day. It's like, let's not do this to people based on a computer model that had nothing to do with viral virology. Nothing to do with with viruses, nothing mm-hmm. you know so i call I have a friend who works at health and human services she's a microbiologist in this in this field, and she you know she's so dismayed by this kind of stuff going out because it's just it causes this this unease and sometimes panic and sometimes these reactions that are just unfounded you right. know we all want to be abundantly cautious, no one is arguing against that, you know nobody, nobody, nobody if you want to. Hold your breath when you ride by somebody or put on, you know, your buff and do all that by all means. But like to cause this, this undue layer on top of what we already have is not, it's not helping people. It's, it's, it's not.
0: Yeah. My big concern is anything that causes people to think, oh, I need to ratchet up my caution even further. I haven't done enough. Great. Great. I mean, it, talk about really instilling fear in people. It's like, oh, what else do I need to do that I haven't been careful enough about?
1: You know, just well, the re- I, Yeah. The revision. well intentions. In, mm hmm. Maybe. maybe. But, yeah.
0: but yeah, now the CDC says, you know, wear masks for a while. It was not wear masks. Now it's wear masks. And so these changes, of course, I mm-hmm. think is part of what's so unsettling for people, you know?
1: And when you but when you dig a little further, even into their recommendations, it's the same idea. It's not it. it they're it hasn't changed that much because they've still they're still basically saying yes. It's if you are sick and you are in close quarters, especially inside, like it, it can help you keep like keep your germs to yourself more or less. But mm-hmm. then, even they are like outdoors in the wide open, like it's you know it. it we're, it's just not that's not how this is being transmitted or we would all have it like it's it's just it's it's not smallpox it's not it doesn't it doesn't get transmitted after the the virus evaporates in the air you know i mean that was that was insidious like yeah. the virus would evaporate and that thing was still able to get you sick i get it we, we well, i would be locked in my basement right now you know but it's but we like a little information is dangerous right and that's yep. why i think that. It's just really important to 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 watch the information that you share. I mean, and and I understand that most people are just trying to do their best, and I, I respect that immensely. But it's just, it's hard. It's hard. And I and I I, I keep beating the drum, but I worry a lot about the mental health <laughs> applications and implications of all of this stuff, and people being able to get in the outdoors and the sunshine and and clear their head and. All of that is really important.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely going outside. hmm
1: Yeah. So,
0: anyway. Oh, yeah. All righty. Well, hey, everybody. Keep the questions coming. You all have been sending great stuff. If you've got an idea, please drop by RKP and put a suggestion in the comments. Don't forget our PaceLine kits from Primal. They're up in the RKP store. We hope you've enjoyed the show, and if you have, please leave us a good review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It makes us easier for other listeners to find. Until next week, I'm Patrick Brady with Celine Yeager. Thanks for listening to The Pace Line.